Hello, Clara. Hi, Doug. So I just saw you last week at the amazing Posh Fest. <laughs> Wasn't that incredible? The team leads perfectly, directors, um, you know, myself, and then we have an incredible young team, and then we had some people with incredible experience. What an event for least perfectly, but hold the press, okay? Because, wow, Poshmark, okay? We're going to be talking about so much going on with Poshmark. Doug, I don't know where, where to start. Where do we start this? Well, I would so. It was a great, it was an amazing event. My first Posh Fest, technically my first Posh event yeah. overall. I did a couple online ones, uh-huh. but I have a ton of notes from that. But like you said, there's hot off the presses breaking news. So... <laughs> I'd love to bounce some thoughts off you on this. All right, let's do this. Let's let, let's dive in, right? All right, let's dive right in. So if you haven't heard, and hopefully by now that you ha- have, uh, a company out of South Korea called Naver has bought Poshmark. It's it's amazing. And I think I've read about it. I think it's going to be a really good, I think it's going to be a really good thing in the long run. Yeah. Uh, main thing is they're not changing the leadership. Yep. That's always good. They're not changing the location. At, yeah. There's no mention of layoffs or anything like that. Yeah. But there's a lot coming to the table with this company Naver that I hadn't heard of before this. But absolutely. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So Naver is going to combine some of its existing things that they have with Poshmark and Grow Poshmark. So Incredible. one of the big things is Naver has existing communities that they're going to integrate with Poshmark. I did not see this one coming. In fact, did you see this one coming, or did you have any? Um, let's say suspicions that maybe Poshmark was going to be acquired or merging with some another entity. I had no no inkling of acquisition, but and we'll talk about this later. But stuff like Posh Live and some of the yeah. things that Manish said on stage really uh-huh. is leaning towards a platform being the platform being integrated with a community, which yes. is the future of e-commerce. Absolutely, and uh, so neighbor bought Poshmark $1.2 billion in cash. So incredible. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm in shock, you know. So one of the things that you were saying, you were talking about combining Naver with their already existing uh, solutions. And one of them, you said that was going to be uh, integrating with an existing community. And I know you know the name of this community. What is it called, Doug? Naver Cafe. It's an online forum. So it's going to be online message boards, things like that. Something like that's actually a pretty common component to a community. You'll see that in like, you know, our Facebook group, but there's a lot more that can be added to a community as well. A lot of like live interaction opportunities, things like that. But this is exciting. It's a good move in the right direction. Absolutely. Absolutely. I have to say, um, you know, first of all, congratulations to Manish and Tracy. I had never met uh, Gautam and that Tidham. I never met them, uh, but uh, incredible. Congratulations. This is a big recognition to any of us that are entrepreneurs, especially when you know that Manish started this with uh, the other co-founders in Manish's garage with mm-hmm. the proceed that he got from another uh, successful um, uh, company that he was able to uh, make, again, you know, in ex- great business. So that's just very inspiring <laughs> to know, you know, that you can go from there, you know, the American American dream, right? Yeah. And you'll hear about so many huge companies were literally started in a garage and it's, you know, it's just, you got to do it. Just do it. <laughs> Everything was started with an idea and you just got to do it. I love it. Yes. Windows, Google, you know, so yeah. many companies, right? And Microsoft. Perfect least perfectly within literally coding in a garage but you gotta remember that the clothing bolt was in a garage everything was in a garage so you know so (laughs) exactly congratulations to them it was very inspiring to hear this news uh, from Poshmark so uh, the good news is that I think that all the incredible 
features that we're going to be talking on this session. Um, uh, it's what made the investment of this company, the decision so wise. And the Poshmark team so humble because literally they were playing poker face in Poshfest, okay? <laughs> and that year was, a, no wonder money showed up, okay? The last day of Poshmark in the morning with golf shoes. And I was like, and I know Manish, mm. and I know he's always working the floor and the crowd. He was, not that he wasn't, okay? He was always being Manish and then, you know, so popular and social, but he was just incredibly relaxed and with the golf shoes, which they were beautiful, you know, I hate, by all means, poshy, they're very classy, but uh, his relaxation was like, this is interesting. Just, you know, I couldn't see it coming, you know. And then, you know, just just incredible. It was just so humbling for them to be all over there in the in the floor of the um at, at the at the lobby and you know and the uh, at the bar of the hotel all the time um mingling with resellers and uh, talking with different people and uh, always receiving uh, feedback and asking, you know, hey, what do you think about this feature? Uh, to have executives of Poshmark asking me, what did I think about live shows, the Poshmark shows, okay? That's just incredible, um, you know, and secondhand Sunday, that's, uh, it's, it's just, those initiatives are just Bosho and uh, the secondhand Sundays are just incredible. I'm so glad. And we're going to get in detail um, what these uh, two initiatives are, right, Doug? Yeah, we definitely will. And, uh, you know, like you said, it was great to see Manish and Tracy just and, and their CFO just at all the events the whole time, yes. at the party the whole time. And, you know, I love accessible executives, accessible CEOs. So I think that's the smart way to go. And uh -huh. not every company does that. And can you believe their CFO, um, you know, let's say hi to see their CFO, Rodrigo, is from Brazil. So I was born uh, literally like I'm 45 minutes from Brazil and then I'm five minutes from Paraguay. So it was Brazil is something I speak Portuguese. So it was, well, at this point, it's Portuñol, okay? <laughs> we call it a mix of Portuguese with Espanol. We call it Portuñol. So, <laughs> but it was just incredible, so humbling. I, I got to know him. I got to speak with him. He was so excited to meet the community and hear back. And that you could tell he was just, you know, his eyes were like really big and so excited to hear the feedback and everybody being so happy at that event. Definitely. And no, that accessibility is great. And he was he was a nice guy. Um, but before we roll into that, let me bounce another couple of things off you with okay. this, what Neighbor is going to bring to the table. Yeah. They're going to help Poshmark improve search, which is a big deal, especially for Poshmark right now. Okay. They are going to help them with image recognition. <laughs> and so they're going to add, which is going to be huge. They're going to add what's called discovery and recommendation services that are going to allow you to search by color, by designs, by materials, and then ads, you know, ads are part, are part of the games. Some of the, some sellers don't like ads, but they help platforms grow. And then interestingly, neighbor has an existing uh, payment service. So it'll yeah. be interesting to see where that goes. Exactly. And also they were uh, speaking about increasing uh, Poshmark international uh, exposure to different solid markets. So that's going to be uh, big, okay, for their expansion. So I think they have a great growth plan. They've been really researching what to do, how to do it, when to do it. And uh, well done, well done. And uh, to see them, now I understand, okay. Um, you know, <laughs> you know, the event was like in, in, and it was just incredible to see the team Postmark just being so authentic, so humble. Yeah. So that was so, so in it was so and really nurtured my soul. It was really good, Doug, for me, especially being uh, an entrepreneur, bootstrap company that literally we didn't start it maybe in the garage, but it's kind of similar. So it's it's yeah. exciting. That was an incredible experience. And uh, congratulations, 80 million users for Poshmark. Go Poshmark. <laughs> yeah, Poshmark's doing well. And, uh, you know, like you said, everybody was available. Everybody was so helpful and it was a very nurturing um, yeah. environment. Great to have the whole, oh, not the whole, but a lot of the List Perfectly team there. Yes. Um, and engaging with Poshmark and sellers. Yep. And, and learning. We learned and learning. so much. 
oh wow those there were some incredible i have to say they um there was a presentation about google shopping mm -hmm. oh, they yeah. made it incredible present that was one of my favorites one of and of course you know tracy speaking about data leverage okay that was incredible uh, tracy's is incredible yeah, that was great. And then sharing about community and the power of community, talking about that, that was a running theme. Yeah. And then the data presentation was very deep, but data is important. And so many sellers don't use the data options they have. So it's always great to see those options that you have in platforms. And, and just also, your... yeah, the innovations that Postmark introduced, okay, to uh, their data analytics, okay, when it comes yeah. to rendering, um, you know, important data for us resellers to grow our businesses in the right direction with the right category, with the right product, with the right pricing, um, you know, with the right margins. So I really like to keep all the additional features they have included and they have made downloading that data so easy into a CSV spreadsheet. So that was really good. Um, you know, what really stood out to me, though, was Manish's opening address. Oh. And he started it with basically saying, hey, we are a community based company. We're yep. with you. We're listening to you. I'm yeah. announcing that we heard your feedback on the algorithm change. We're going to roll it back. Yep. And so that was a good move. That was, a, you know, that oh, was applauded. Just, remember the crowd on the. <laughs> it was just okay for those of you that were not there. It was just such an incredible uh, celebration when Manish said that. So it was so welcome. But at the same time, one of the things that I really like about Poshmark before Manish even spoke is that they took into consideration that unfortunately due to um, the uh, incredible weather out of control um, yeah. in the East Coast and uh, what was going on, what, what started in Florida or, or you know, progress, or I, I can't remember, it progressed to Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, then yeah. a little Virginia, then went inland. It was just unpredictable. So, you know, to those people, if you were affected and if you had no electricity, thank you for listening today. Um, I know we were celebrating there, but we also were thinking of you and, um, you know, really thinking and sending our most beautiful thoughts to you and your family and hoping that everything was going to get restored. And then they made these uh, available uh, online on Poshmark YouTube channel, and it was going streamed live as uh, Poshmark uh, CEO was speaking, Manish Chandra. So I thought that was very nice that they improvised on that, or or if they had planned it ahead, that was a great move. Yeah. We have a lot of seller friends in Florida that we checked on, kept an eye on, and, um, and you know, it's tough. Those things happen, and, and we hope everybody's okay sending thoughts and prayers. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, so I thought that that was a great move uh, from um, from Poshmark, you know, making this available uh, to be watched at any time, just in mm -hmm. case you didn't have electricity or you yeah. were just hiding. We had Donna, okay, the, uh, the she's an incredible director for it partner company it's called Worthpoint in the, their incredible search company for uh, values, pricing, history of and, encyclopedia of knowledge. Again, yes, Donna, I don't know if you saw on Facebook, but Donna was hiding on the bathroom of an Airbnb that lost the roof. Oh, I did not. Yes. So wow. I'm so glad that she is safe because she was safe. Um, you know, so that was scary. So we just wanted to put, I just wanted to put this out there that yes, you are in posh fest, but you're not numb or not aware of what's going on with the nation. And uh, it was unanimous that everybody was talking a little about it. And we all had someone that we knew and love um, on that area. Yeah, no, definitely in thoughts and minds and still in thoughts and minds. Absolutely. You know, some other things that stood out from Manisha's presentation, uh -huh. and it kind of tied into themes of the weekend or the week, the yeah. event, focus on people growing together with the platform, but a big, big focus. And he said the word secondhand many times. Yes. Secondhand today is mainstream. And I think that I think that's true. I think that's true. Not just on Poshmark. No, absolutely. So it's it's been, you know, an increased, it's trending. 
uh, a higher demand for secondhand, pre-owned, pre-loved, like I like to say, mm-hmm. clothing. That was that's my expertise, and uh, that was nice that they were embracing the concept of sustainability. And Manish said many things that I embrace wholeheartedly, and that was okay to reduce fast fashion. He didn't say the word fast fashion, but he was talking about buying clothing. Okay, that we can reuse several times, so we can reduce the, the carbon footprint of that clothing and uh, be more sustainable and at the same time uh, provide with incredible tools uh, to the Poshmark community to keep growing this segment of e-commerce that when I started doing this uh, with Amanda uh, literally many years ago, we started together 13, but Amanda was doing this 17 years ago, people thought we were selling dirty clothing. And, uh, you know, so even me, I thought that that was not legal to do. Okay. If something had a hole, I thought that you couldn't sell it. So to see that now Poshmark is going to be offering even a specialized solution for this. And it's called, guess what? It's called second hand Sunday. That doesn't mean that you can only sell pre-love stuff on Sunday. That means that it's going to be a day that is dedicated to support secondhand sellers, circular fashion, which is the opposite of fast fashion, okay, and support, okay, the the planet. Uh, How do we do that? You know, by being more sustainable and making better choices um, with what we wear constantly, or also the things that we have around the house, sheets, um, accessories, etc. That's a great push, and I think it's going to help grow from there. And it kind of goes with, you know, another thing that Manish said is he said that Poshmark is all about connections and connecting people. And then he moved into the amazing Posh shows yes, and how that is new and still rolling out. But they showed some examples. I I have to say as a CEO, okay, I have to say that I have to interrupt you there because I love how he bragged (laughs) how fast his tech team released the live stream, because that's what it is, okay? It's a live yeah. stream uh, sales, you know, that you can do. So I just, sorry, Doug, but I have to tell it to our audience, if you were not there, you know, to see, they were humble all the time, but that was the one time, okay, that I could see Manish just really bragging and being so proud of the team that was able to uh, pull the uh, Itzepera, by invitation only to U.S. only Poshmark sellers. They're growing that uh, invitation or that grow, that segment of users for that feature daily. And uh, it's currently been doing, it's not that it's gonna be implemented, it has been already implemented. So that was the one time I saw uh, Manish Brian. So sorry, Daggy, go ahead. No, no, that's good. It was just too fun to see that. I'd brag brag about it too. And I think I think it's a smart move. You know, there's a like whatnot um, Instagram sales. You know, there's a lot of live selling capabilities now, and I think it's a good move. It's going to grow. I talked to our friend Manal Saad. She's she was one of the people yes. that I reached out to, and she's an LP user, so she talked about that a little bit. And the interesting thing too, they said this a couple times. Manish emphasized individuality, and he said, "Embrace your weirdness." So yes. I thought that was interesting. That was just incredible. Uh, you know, and, and, and they even have like a display saying embrace, embrace your weirdness. And when, what he meant with that, uh, to be more specific, is embrace your uniqueness. Let mm-hmm. it out. Don't copy others. Be yourself. And I think one of the breakout sessions that I was, uh, that I, uh, said something like you take, you learn. And you absorb, you get rid of what you don't need and what is not useful anymore. And then you incorporate once you make it yours. So I don't know. I think I heard, I'm, I'm pretty sure they said it in another, you know, with more eloquent words, but that's how I got it. And that, that was very inspiring to me, you know, to, um, you know, to, for us resellers to hear those words. I think that's accurate. And I think it's really good to kind of individualize that uh, concept with, with their, with their sellers. One other thing he said that I thought was interesting, and I don't think he was saying specifically uh-huh. other e-commerce platforms. I think he was referring to all different kinds of companies, all different kinds of platforms. He said, authenticity lacks in some platforms. And I think that's true right now in some of the social media platforms. And I think Poshmark is very, it's about connection 
and they're trying to grow those capabilities. And uh-huh. obviously it makes sense. They want everything, everybody to come to Poshmark and do everything there to connect, to buy and sell. You are right. He did say in one of the workout sessions, they, they said, don't focus on brand, focus on style. Yeah. So I think that they're trying to branch out of like, you don't have to have Louis Vuitton, okay, or Tom Ford, okay, or whatever it is, okay, to sell on Poshmark, okay? You don't, as long as it's a beautiful site. And I heard that consistently uh, with the Google, Google Shopper, amazing presenter, and I also share, uh, heard it on a, a breakout session that, you know, resellers were chit-chatting about what works best when it comes to sourcing and so forth. To a degree, it's about brands, but it does, you don't have to always have the high-end brands. It's kind of like adapt to what's selling and what people are buying and what people are looking for. Could be Target one day or Costco. Co, as I call them. <laughs> but no, like Y2K, okay, something that is very popular right now, and especially also, I think it's a very strong keyword also in uh, with a younger crowd and, and mm-hmm. of course with uh, the, the main audience. Poshmark targets a very wide audience, but I'm talking mainly is a younger audience sometimes or an audience with a very very fine the taste that is looking for some specific style and i think that 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 explanation made it so clear for me okay to make themselves differentiated from just brand oriented you know i love too that there there were huge sellers there but there were sellers of all levels a lot of small medium businesses a lot of new sellers And Manish addressed that as well. He said, we want to reinvent the future of fashion together in your closet. I like that a lot. That was great. The future of fashion is in your closet. So kind of tying back into secondhand and things like that. That was very powerful when he said that, because as you know, Doug, I even have to dig into my closet and I had some stuff from my mom that I have to sell in order to continue uh, funding uh, List Perfectly and all the other ventures that I was building. So, um, you know, I love that he said the future. Yes, it is. Absolutely right. The future is in your closet, in um, and you gotta start there. It's in your home. It's in your closet. It's in things that you might think that is not that much worth it to you, but there you go. You know, you can you can list it and sell it in Poshmark. That's you know, and then it's an incredible platform that makes it easy. They have a desktop application. They have. Mm-hmm. A- mobile application, the mobile application, if you don't have any experience reselling, is the ones that I always recommend because I have to say they have made the listing process very easy when it comes to mobile. Um, You know, of course, you know, hey, I love List Perfectly Mobile, you know, but I have to say they have made it very simple. So their listing form has inspired List Perfectly business plan. So that's where we got the inspiration form. And then um, when it comes to our more advanced plan, we got it inspired from eBay. So that's what we did, you know, so I have to keep the good to Poshmark. Uh, I love both applications and they're very well maintained. And of course, last year they went through some hiccups and that was amazing that Manish addressed it right away. Right away. And it's always good to listen to the feedback and, uh, you know, make those adjustments, even a big one like that. And, you know, in retrospect, we know now that this, you know, the company acquiring them is also a big search company. So that might have, maybe there was a little advice there. Of course. But uh, it's good to listen to your community always. Always. And that's what Manish wanted to uh, communicate, I think, with the audience. And he was very firm and adamant about it, that Postmark is a community-oriented company and will continue to do so. I always love hearing terms like community and intersecting those uh, concepts. And I think community-oriented e-commerce platform a yeah. platform that incorporates with the community, that's the future, ties into social commerce, and that's where things are moving. Yes, absolutely. No, and, and definitely Postmark is seeing the future uh, by releasing uh, post shows that just, they, they have many, many, um, I'm pretty sure I'm, for, I'm forgetting many things, okay, but these were my favorites in the, that's just, that's just a, a feature that is a great investment and uh, for the community. Well done. We talked to a lot of sellers while we were there. 
And so we're going to include some clips later in the episode, but that was great to get that perspective. And just again, the different levels of people that uh, sell and buy. I always try to include the buyers because a lot of people buy, sell yeah. and buy on uh, yeah. Poshmark. So my last Bosch Fest, Doug, was in 2019 when this perfectly was going viral. So at that time, I was not very, literally wasn't not even known in, in Poshmark. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a big seller because I wasn't, a, I've never been a Poshmark ambassador. Back in the day when I tried to, 13 years ago, when I tried to resell vintage in Poshmark, wasn't wasn't that good unless it was a particular brand and style, but it wasn't sure. big uh, for that audience. And to see that that has changed, it's like, it makes me so happy so happy well done what a what a great retargeting um you know and capture of a different segment for the poshmark community what i love too is a in talking with a couple people i think you and i actually also had this conversation it was interesting to see versus the last posh fest how much more diverse the attendees were yeah, I have to say, and to see, okay, so many men, okay, and yeah. these are not just husbands, okay, because we have the posh habits, okay, we know Some that. Of them, yeah. So, <laughs> but this was incredible, you know. So these are Poshmark sellers, okay, and then and they they had their own, like like Manish said, their own uniqueness, their own uh, particular touch, and that that was really nice to see the diversity and a very 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 different crowd, different ages, different uh, races, different uh, different accents. Incredible the amount of people that I met, and then finally I get to meet him in person so many people thanks manal uh nina that was incredible so many sellers uh um, um oh my god the link carry that in so many others okay that it was just so nice to see our community our poshmark community and these are people that i know for years so incredible yeah. finally to catch up with them obviously i come from ebay so i have that kind of that experience. I saw some eBay sellers that I knew that also sell on Poshmark. That was great. But what surprised me too is the number of people that I talked to, that we talked to, who, when you get down in the conversation a little bit, they, oh, you're from List Perfectly? I use List Perfectly. (laughs) It was like, oh, okay. It was very unanimous. It was really nice. It was very nice. I felt like a rock star, you know, because (laughs) two, three steps and someone is stopping me and asking, I List Perfectly, thank you. You know, so that was really nice. That was incredible. I felt very welcome. I didn't think we were that big in the Postmark community until you go there. I think, honestly, Doug is my own on my shoulder. Uh, I feel like I have catered a little more solutions with Amanda to eBay because that's our comfort zone. Mm-hmm. So to get out of our comfort zone and have the whole list, uh, part of the List Perfectly team uh, going attending the event so we can th- learn and understand in a more advanced level, Postmark tools, Poshmark community, Poshmark solutions. That was very enlightening. So we are, I'm, I'm so excited as the team list perfectly. And I did promise this to Tracy and Manish, you know, on Poshfest 2022, I did promise them that we're coming with incredible solutions. We're going to do help them with sharing tools that will not overload their server. And we're going to do it the least perfectly way, you know, as always making sure that we're about listing optimization and that, that was something very big with Poshmark. So I'm, I'm so excited that we share so many things in common. Um, you know, even though we might be a small business tag, uh, at least perfectly, but it's incredible that uh, they inspire so much uh, for us to uh, keep growing at a healthy and in the right direction. And obviously compliance, which is important to you. Absolutely, 100%. Speaking about compliance, me, I always have a magnet. I met the only reseller, okay? She's a full-time FBI agent. I have the most amazing conversation, okay? She is amazing, and she does Poshmark to unwind, to to unplug. Oh, wow. So she has to do, and she enjoys it so much. Of course, I'm talking with her, you know, and and I told her, you know, I took some training with an FBI agent here. Um, You know, I love it. You know, I love that stuff. Uh, (laughs) You know, of course, not training physical, you know, yeah. training, you know, with the knowledge and the tools that they learn in the bureau. So that was just, I had the greatest conversation. I think kudos to Poshmark. I was so 
happy to see that someone with so much responsibility, you know, enjoys doing e-commerce and finds, okay, an outlet with Poshmark so she can unwind and and just, you know, it regenerates. You should see her when she speaks. She likes the FBI, but you should see her, you know, how happy she was there, you know, with her outfit and, 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 and so forth. It was really nice, Doug. Oh, that's cool. That's a great story. I like it. <laughs> um, now, I was going to tell you, it's like, obviously, I'm, you know, I've done a ton of events. I've done a lot of seller events, mostly eBay. I yeah. was a little nervous about this one because I'd heard how different it was, but it was great. The outfits were a little nicer overall. But, uh, <laughs> that's probably the only thing. Otherwise, it was, you know, everybody was cool. I knew some people, a great event overall. I relaxed after a bit. I was fine. <laughs> I wore a tie for a few hours. It was okay. <laughs> you did great. Thank you for wearing a suit. I love, we have a picture together that looks <laughs> great, Doug. Thank you. You look amazing. I oh, really like you. your suit. For those of you, um, you know, Doug used, okay, a suit for one of the, um, let's say, what do you say, soirees or meetings that we did for this sure. perfectly and with eBay. And I was like, no, 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 no. If you're using it for eBay, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. You're using it for Poshmark. And so I asked Doug if he could wear his amazing suit for Poshmark, the Poshfest party, not for the whole event. Okay. So, but thank you. And then it was amazing how well, Doug, you surprised me. So you were walking with these, um, I don't know. I call it the mobile podcast study. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. My team bought it. Doug said what I ha- we have to buy. And then the team makes it happen. And then I see him walking with in his internal pocket of his blazer. He mm-hmm. has, okay, what it is approximate like a very thick, like, do you remember the cell phones that we had back in the 90s? <laughs> okay. So kind of now, but half of the way, but still thick. Okay. And yeah. Some antennas, okay. So, Doug, can you can you help our audience because you were walking with these? We were doing interviewing on the fly, people, and having so much fun with people that were so thankful to be in our least perfectly community, and they love the Seller Community Podcast. It's called a portable digital recorder. It has microphones on it. It can take inputs. Um, bands can use them. You can plug into them. You can wow. take an input directly from a speaker. And it's got a lot of different options, but it's handheld. It's not light, but it's not too heavy to weigh down a jacket, which is good. Don't believe it, okay? It's very heavy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna have that thing in my blazer. No way. I can do that by, okay. But yes, okay. I love it's a matter of perspective to say. That's right. <laughs> I'm used to it. We used them at eBay. I'll have mine. Yeah. Um, the only thing is, is um, sometimes TSA doesn't like it because it looks like a taser. Sometimes <laughs> okay. it gets pulled out and looked at. But um, I'm glad you make it. You made it with it. And, and it's not the $25 Panasonic portable recorder, right? No, it's, it's not. It's a good one. <laughs> it's one of the best you can get. I love it. Well, thank you for doing that because we were able to just go to a corner where still the conference is going and interview Poshmark sellers, uh, incredible, incredible members of our community and having their experience. We even have Poshmark speakers sharing their experience. And even um, Nina is going to share with you, incredible, at one moment, she says that she stutters. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and, 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 and of course, you know, I'm, I'm all because I had stuttered. I started until 20. I felt the empathy going to me and I was so impressed with Nina. What an inspiration, her speech. And then again, you know, thank you for the support to this perfect. Yeah, definitely. She was very well-spoken and you wouldn't have been able to tell, but it, you know, Thanks to her for sharing her story. It's always inspiring when you hear things like that. But we will definitely hear from her and some other sellers. Anything to add, Clara, before we move on? I would say, you know, we're very lucky that this event was held. If For those of you that have never attended a Poshfest, the, uh, one of the things that does Poshmark very differently from eBay is that they include the event on the hotel. So you don't have to yeah. leave the premises. So you can attend the event 
take a break in your room uh, and then go back to the next session. Then you go to the hotel restaurant, but you don't have to, you're not missing anything on the session because literally steps away. So well done for the Royal Senesta. I thought their team, I thought the event was very well planned. The uh, third party company, I don't know, okay, but it did ask Manish. Uh, it was very well done organizing uh, the post-fest event uh, from audio capacity capabilities from video from the tables from the uh, banners they have to put on the hotel because they only have you can only put it for a certain amount of time that you can you know yeah. literally put it in at night you know and then you know you have yeah. to take it out you know the next night something like that right so it was very uh, well done great choice great investment i asked the community they loved it everybody was happy uh, i would say the breakfast the best day wasn't ideal okay but i think they made it out the following day so that was amazing um you know and then the first day we have some sandwiches they were very good the food was great and then they gave us you know a lot of they give you okay the opposite of even okay they or i don't know what it was open bar but i was in in la okay but yeah. they give you, i couldn't even do that they gave me four coupons for alcohol which i only could do two okay but okay uh if you order sparkling water that counts also as one of your uh tickets hmm. and then they have a food a truck in the back that i went to see it it was there was a little line okay for being just a you know, who were like what, maybe two hundred people uh, yeah. or more on that on the posh fest. So I thought that one food truck maybe wasn't enough, all right. But other than that, you know, it was great. The, the line was not impossible, Doug. Um, so that was great. So that was be that would be something that I would love to add. You know, that was very convenient and uh, well done with the party. Um, uh, it was well done, and you had a very nice room. Um, if the music was, which you know. The, you know, I'm almost 50, okay? Yeah, exactly. so, <laughs> That's what I was going to say. So if you think that the music is too loud, okay, you could still have a conversation um, on an open uh, patio, okay? Or you could go to the front and you still had a hallway uh, and you could still take pictures with like Poshmark. Oh, yeah. what about the Posh booth? That We we are in Poshmark page, Doug. Yeah, we that was are in the Posh Fest. Can you believe the team LP is there? Uh, I couldn't believe. That was amazing. Thank you. That was, I, I feel so happy. Um, you know, we were being goofies ourselves. They yeah. had such a fun booth where you could choose your props and, uh, and then, you know, um, you could take pictures. But of course, at Team LP, uh, we decided to take a, t a, 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 um, a team picture. So that was amazing. Now, another thing, they have a 360 camera and this camera is rotating around you. So it was really nice the, the, the additional things they have, okay, when when uh, you attend the event. It's worth every penny. The closing party was great and fun. And like you said, I would have preferred more 80s music, but that's always me. <laughs> I, did, I did dance with some sellers to a Britney Spears song, so... Oh, you're courageous. Okay. You are, yes, you're so brave. Okay. No, no, no. I can't do I did it again. Okay. No, 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 no. I can't do it. That. Okay. That's, there is a limit. Okay. <laughs> you did it the first time. You don't need to do it again. But no, that was fun. Yes. Okay. Poshmark people, if you could please a little for us. Okay. At least five minutes, maybe, yeah. you know, in the beginning of the party, you know, but that was nice because they did put, okay, earlier music uh, with the fashion show. They did a cool. second hand successful i loved i lost it with that. that fashion show was incredible doug and they did put retro uh retro music on that show there you go yeah that was good that was fun that was a nice touch very uh poshy yes we couldn't dance it unfortunately so next time <laughs> we want it on the fashion show on the secondhand fashion show and we want it on the dancing okay at least five minutes ten minutes okay maybe one from the 80s one from the 90s so we can make exactly. everybody happy right <laughs> a couple songs <laughs> hey you know we can start with one you know and then we can increase it right <laughs> well all right so Posh Fest 2022 was great. It was a success. I think things are looking good for Poshmark. I'm looking forward to next year. And uh, it was good to get out of my eBay bubble. Me too. I hope that next time it's not going to be on Houston, Texas, because, wow, there is so much construction 
on the airport dock, there is, it says, I have to take off from uh, the gate E, but the, the gate E is under construction. So nobody, there is no signs, nobody tells you. Mm. And the few signs, okay, is this very, very, very hard to see in that nobody tells you that you cannot even get from D to E. So mm. you got to go to C. So I have to, <laughs> oh, <man>. oh, doggy. <laughs> I was so lucky that I went early um, and uh, that was no problem, but it was a little complex, something that should take 30 minutes ended up taking like literally one hour and 10 minutes to figure it out. And I was so lucky that I have an incredible driver, um, you know, being very patient because I have to go ask, you know, you have to have, you really have to have like your driver, you know, because you're leaving yeah. all your stuff there. So I have to, and it wasn't not even close where you can park and get in because there is nobody, nobody from the airport at the at, at the uh, sidewalk. So it was challenging. Um, I'm glad that I left at 5.50 a.m. My airplane took off at 10. <laughs> you never know with some of these airports how much you're going to have to walk. And it, sometimes it's a surprise and some of them have trams. And um, I yeah. did a couple airports on the way back and the first one was tough. It was a lot yeah. of walking. Second uh -huh. one had the trams, so that was good. Thank you, Clara. Thank you, Manish. Thank you, Tracy. Thank you to the whole Poshmark team. Posh Fest 22 was an awesome event. Congratulations. What a success. And can't wait to see them next year. And all of you, whether you're a Posh seller or a Posh ambassador or a Posh, um, you know, supporting a Posh seller, um, you know, we'll see you next year. What an incredible event. If you haven't attended, it's worth the investment. It's just an incredible opportunity to feel the energy and uh, it's not about maybe just everything about the uh, presentations but the power of networking of these events like uh, Manish said so community 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 and everybody stay tuned for some insights from uh, some of the attendees we talked to at uh, Posh Fest thank you Doug thank you Clara now we'll hear from some of the chats we had from some of the attendees at Posh Fest you'll hear from a conversation Clara had with Nina Osoyo, Manal Saad, Susie Eads, Emma from Hallsdale, and Poshmark seller Chris Torres. Now let's listen in on Nina Osoyo talking with Clara. Uh, Nina spoke on stage. She shared her inspiring story and uh, listen in. Hi, Nina. Good morning, Nina. Well, how exciting is to be here with you in PoshFest 2022. And thank you so much for your time. Um, you know, many things are happening this year with PoshFest. How do you feel about this event? Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. This is actually the very first in-person PoshFest that I've ever been to. And so I, so I didn't know what to expect really, but so far I'm having a blast. I, um, they just announced all these new features yeah, yeah. and I'm so excited about that. How long have you been selling in Poshmark, please? On Posh, I found Poshmark in 2014. <laughs> yeah, so I've been selling since 2014. Well, yes. I listed a coach purse or uh -huh. coach wallet back in 2014 because I found Poshmark. I listed it, left it there, forgot about it for two years. Yeah. <laughs> and then in 2016, I got back on the app. Yeah. And that's when I started listing stuff consistently. And uh -huh. so pretty much since 2016, I've been active on the app. That's no wonder your incredible reputation because I saw you on stage giving an incredible speech and inspiring so many in our community. I almost, I jump off my chair and say, you're amazing. So how did that happen? How does it feel, you know, to get invited by Poshmark to speak on stage and then addressing to so many people and everybody cheering you? How, how did it feel? How was that for you? Oh gosh, I was so nervous, but at the same time, it was so exciting being up there <laughs> and seeing everyone and then actually hearing applause and laughter, you know, because you always want to make sure that you're mm -hmm. getting your point across. Yeah. And it was, it was just so exciting that Poshmark reached out to me and they felt wow. that and they felt that I had, I guess they thought I had stuff to say that would knowledge. impact the... You have knowledge, experience, you've, been, you've done it part-time, and now you're doing full-time Poshmark? Did I get that right? Yes, yes. Full-time since 2019. Oh, my. So, 
Is this related to the pandemic, maybe? Or how did it happen? Well, Is that coincidence with 2019? Sort of coincidence. Um, I was laid off from banking. Um, <laughs> I. Oh, you were in banking before? Yes, yes. <laughs> 10 years I've been with Chase, City, and Bank of America. <laughs> 11 years I worked for different banks, credit unions, and, and oh, so... You credit unions. Yes. You are an angel. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I was in the banking industry for 11 years, and then um, I went through a bank merger in oh. 2015. Yeah. And so then I left, went to a different bank, and then three years later, or... Yeah, th three years later, they merged. They merged uh -huh. with another bank, so I went through two bank mergers back to back. Yeah. Oh, and oh my God, that. <laughs> for those of you audience, okay, <laughs> I don't think you understand. Banking is tough and stressful, and in acquisition and hanging in there for two acquisitions. That's I, I no wonder you're so happy reselling, right? Oh my gosh, <laughs> yes. Um, when I got laid off, yeah. I think most people would say, oh, man, I've got to find another job, and I'm kind of depressed because this has gone away. You know, my full-time income went away, and, I, and, and a lot of people would wonder, what am I going to do next? I decided, you know what, let me try this resale thing full-time because I had already been doing it part-time, and I kind of took a leap of faith, cashed in my 401k, took my severance pay, and I threw it all into the business, and I said, you know what, people are telling me I'm stupid, I shouldn't have done that, but you know what, it worked out. Nina, the same thing, my family thought, why, and I, at that time I was so invented, so they're like, what, you invested $30,000 on dirty clothes, that's what they told me. <laughs> My stepdad was like, don't quit your day job. I was like, well, I literally got kicked out of my day job. So yeah. I said, so I've got to find something else to do. And, and he was like, well, uh -huh. you, you already know banking. I said, but I'm so miserable. I, I need something different. And so I just, I, I kind of put all my chips on the table yeah. and I had to believe in me. Yes. So you... I, I have to say from my perspective, as much as banking was stressful, it gave me such a backbone and background to take off my reselling business on a very strategic, you know, we have contingency pools, you know, savings, 401k and so forth. Do you feel that those years in banking are helping you a lot with reselling your reselling business now? Oh, absolutely. I think it helped me a lot with discipline. Because in banking, I mean, it's pretty much a strict schedule. You know, you're nine to five. You have deadlines for things. Like, it's no nonsense. You can't slack that. So it gave me a sense of discipline. Yeah. And then it also gave me motivation to mm. do my own thing because I didn't want to be in banking for the rest of my life. Yeah. And, I could, and I, at the time, I got to a point where I had just settled in life. Yeah, and getting laid off, although it was bad, it's yeah. it, it was the best thing that ever happened to me. That's beautiful. Well said to our audience. Um, I have to say, and it's, it, it might sound like a cliche, right? But when a door closes, right, another one opens. And I love that you saw instead of focusing on what was in the past, you focus looking at the future. And here we are successful reseller, um, Bosch speaker, okay. Poshmark called you to inspire other community members. You have such an incredible story. And I have to say, Nina, thank you for everything you do, for believing in this perfectly. Thank you for being part of our community. And thank you for being your awesome self. Oh, oh thank you. Thank you so much. Um, this perfectly has been essential in me growing from my 700 listings back in 2019 to yeah. now over 2,000. So <laughs> I've grown more than double. That's amazing. Nina, congratulations. Thank you for being here in PoshFest 2022. Let's have fun. And yes. tonight is the incredible party, and I'll see you there. I'll see you there. <laughs> Here's a little bit from my chat and catch up with our friend Manal Saad. Manal, great to see you again. You've been on the podcast before. You talked about, uh, so refresh us on that because last year you spoke at PoshFest. You presented. Yeah, great to see you again, Doug. Um, yeah, I spoke last year at PoshFest. It was on Zoom. Um, this year I'm attending in person. 
I decided to just sit back, enjoy the show, and listen to my fellow resellers give talks and see what I can learn in, through their eyes. So that's what I'm doing this year. And um, how's the event for you? Uh, it's pretty good. It's so nice to see everybody back in person. I haven't seen a lot of people in a while. And within the last like two, three years, I've made some new reselling friends online. So now's the first time that I'm getting to see them. Um, and it's great to kind of jump in through the different panels and chats and see what new insights that people have, especially like post-pandemic. Okay. okay. And what are you excited about that's coming for Poshmark? Uh, I think number one thing I'm excited about, which kind of started, is the Posh shows. So they went into beta testing. Um, I volunteered to be in the first week of shows. So I did my first show, second day that they started that. And honestly, I think um, not just me, but in general, the shows were doing really great. Um, I've been seeing some Instagram live shows and whatnot, and the Posh shows are doing really well. So I'm excited to see where they take that further. I know it's still in the beta testing phase, but I'm hearing there's going to be a lot of updates and improvements to that part of the app as well. Yeah, it's really cool, and it seems like you said things are really leaning that way with WhatsApp and you know, even um, uh, eBay's starting something up, mm -hmm. and so that, that's just super interesting. And what, what else have you done in that, uh, that area? Uh, that was actually the first time okay. that I did live shows. So I've been just a spectator on some of the other platforms. And then Poshmark um, said they were going to release one. And I'm like, okay, you know, I'm used to Poshmark. Let me get started. I know a lot of people in the, in the Poshmark community, so I'll go there. And it went pretty well. So my show took about two hours. I sold almost all my inventory. Um, it was kind of like a way to sell everything really quickly. And... I think it really spoke to different buyers that wanted to see items like in person. They get to ask questions. You read the chat and like get feedback or get their question answered pretty quickly. So they're there to shop in person, but through an app. So I mostly sell women's uh, clothing, fashion, accessories. So half my closet is about clothing. Um, so like dresses, pants, things like that. And then the other half of my closet, which is a really big part of it, is women's shoes. Okay. Um, and <laughs> as Doug looks at my shoes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so women's shoes. And um, I buy these um, wholesale through boutiques. Um, every pair, I get it in 12 sizes. So I uh, mostly or half sell shoes. My last posh show was just clothing. I try to just focus on um, one category or like a couple few categories um, but I think I'm gonna try try shoes next in my next posh show awesome. yeah why do you recommend seller events like this I recommend seller events like this because there are some things that you might not learn on your own and even if you try to learn on your own there's things that you might not realize you're missing until you kind of like see it and you're exposed to it and something that maybe works for you or doesn't work for you, somebody else might have a different insight that you didn't think about. And kind of having that in-person experience, you're more likely to remember it and you're more likely to kind of tag on a face with it. So when you go back home and you're working on your business, you're like, oh yeah, this person told me that this kind of inventory system works. I remember them talking about it. Maybe I took a picture, I took a video, and then you'll go home and you're more likely to implement it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much yeah. for taking the time. Thanks so much, Doug. Here's a little bit of my conversation from Susie Eads, an eBay seller I've known for a bit. What do you think of the event so far? I love it. I came to learn a lot of, you know, to learn the ins and outs of it, and I'm really learning stuff. And how long have you been selling on Poshmark? Just about six months. Okay. And how's it going for you? Um, slow. Okay. But I'm hoping that learning the ins and outs will get my stuff moving because I didn't know that I was supposed to send an offer to a liker. <laughs> okay. All right. And what do you sell? Um, I sell uh, swimsuits, okay. uh, bras, underwear, pajamas, okay. loungewear. And so what, what was it that got you into selling online? Um, so we have 40 acres and I wanted to build a house and my husband said I had to, we had to pay off the acreage. And okay. so I started selling on eBay to pay off the acreage. Oh, wow. And um, Ripley's, believe it or not, put me in a book and said that um, I was the eBay queen and I have the house that eBay built. That's amazing. Which is true. What does the concept of seller community mean to you? Well, it means a lot. I mean, especially here at Poshfest, uh, you know, I asked a question about 
Um, I said, so what's the deal when people like something? Am I supposed to tell them thank you? What am I supposed to do? And they didn't treat me like I was dumb. They said, hey, you're supposed to send out a message or send them an offer. And so community means a lot when you're just starting out or when you have a couple questions. And I always try to be that for other people when I know. And And so what are you doing? How do you help uh, sellers now? So now um, people still message me questions because I still have my blog. And um, they message questions to me about stuff and I either point them in the right direction or I answer their question or, uh, and so hopefully I'll get good. I'm pretty good at that at eBay. I'm not so sure I'm great at it at Poshmark, <laughs> but I'm, I'm learning. Now, where can we find your blog? Um, it's asktheebayqueen.com. Very nice. Okay. What would you say to somebody who's never been to a seller event and they're considering going? So, you know, the drawback for me was always the price. I always thought, oh my gosh, yeah. it's this much money. And, um, you know, plus you gotta, you're going to fly there, you're going to drive there, you're going to spend a hotel. But it really is worth it because the connections that you make with people, they're always good. Yeah. I mean, you meet these people, you understand what they're doing, and you have, you have a sense of community. And, you know, where could you go that you could talk to the CEO of... A company exactly. and you can when you go to one of these seller events all right thank you uh-huh. now we'll hear from emma from wholesale catching up with clara ready from poshmark 2022 i can't believe it's the 10th one that's yes. insane to me that it's been a whole decade of poshmark and uh i'm very impressed with everything that i've seen so far i can't help but feel inspired by the uh-huh. talks this morning and yeah. seeing manish talk today was yes. awesome yes. and uh it's giving me ideas for the uh-huh. eventual Hall Ball is the name I'm throwing around instead I of Bush Fest. <laughs> I think we can come up with something a little better, but someday, very soon, hopefully, we'll be able to do something similar for our users and yeah. get up there and give a talk about our values and priorities. And you know, watching Manish, you know, have grown this thing from in just a decade into something so tremendous is really, really inspiring. I'm sure you feel similarly. Absolutely, and uh, for our audience, this is Emma, Emma the Red, (laughs) okay, incredible wholesale uh, marketplace that we're so excited to have you as a partner. And uh, thank you for sharing your enthusiasm and how Poshmark is inspiring you and Kat Mm -hmm. to drive your product, okay, and make your marketplace definitely a fit to our community right? Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's really interesting to see all these conversations today about particularly how people's livelihoods have been so impacted by Poshmark. It became a source of income. It became a new sort of job. And I really see we have the potential at wholesale to do that as well if Mm -hmm. we can build something that works for resellers. And I think so far uh, we're really proud of how we've been able to work with the community of users we've built to really listen to their needs and try and develop something that works specifically for them. And so watching Poshmark's journey is definitely uh, Uh hugely inspiring. Yeah. Now, Mm -hmm. I have a question for you. Uh, Did you hear the the part of uh, post shows, right? Yeah. So what's your input on that can we hear can you share with our community what is post shows and what do you think about sure so post shows are just announced i believe they're like super new i feel like in the last week um poshmark's sort of answer to live selling and it's such a huge trend um manish was speaking about how this really took off in asia first and it's sort of starting to come to the u.s obviously there's a number of people in the space and i think it just makes a lot of sense that poshmark would do something internal and sort of like native to their own platform and audience uh and there's so many charismatic here today that just watching them interact and the style and the sort of like you know the je ne sais quoi that's going on with the posh community it totally makes sense that you'd want them live and engaging and selling their product personally at wholesale I'm not sure that we see too much live selling in our future Um, instead we look to be a place where people can source for those live shows and be able to get lots of inventory at once or people who are perhaps looking for maybe a more passive way to auction and sell lots of things at once. So uh, while it might not be wholesale is the place for live selling, it's beautiful to see it happening at Posh. It's beautiful to see it happening in all these different areas within the reselling community. I think it makes sense. It's popular. 
Well said, wise words, Emma, <laughs> you know, and uh, we're missing today Kat, yeah. and uh, we're saying hi to Kat from here, from Texas, yeah. and uh, you know, what an exciting event to be together and be in contact. We just met again in Flipcon, now we're doing postures, and you're going to be in Texas until when, Emma? End of November, and uh, I know that Kat would love to be here. She is the posh queen of the two of us. Oh, she's, yeah. she's She's a little bit more... Um, yeah, she's a, a consumer of high-end fashion, that is for sure. And uh, and I know she would love to be here and, and really like whip out all the great clothing she's gotten on Poshmark over the last couple of years. So unfortunately, she couldn't join, but I'm so stoked to be here. I'm so stoked to be here with you. And Aww. thanks so much for, for finding me, for talking with me about you know what we're seeing as both of us as business owners. It's really yes. interesting to watch how companies can interact with their users. And I think both of us are really interested in that. So Absolutely. very good to talk with you. Thank you. There you have it. Poshmark with Poshfest 2022. So excited, at least perfectly, in our team attending. And thank you for listening. Now we've got Poshmark seller Chris Torres. What's <laughs> up? I'm here with Chris Torres at Poshfest, his first Poshfest, his, uh, his popular brand. So tell us, Chris, what brings you here and what do you sell? Uh, mainly here to network and meet people. Um, and then I sell mostly clothes, cards, collectibles, but a little bit of everything. But I've been selling on Poshmark, I believe, since 2020. So what do you think of these seller events? So far, so good. Um, I would say Poshmark is a lot more um, elaborate <laughs> than yeah. eBay, okay. but s same vibe for the most part. Now, how'd you get into selling cards? Tell us about that. So the cards... Um, it was during COVID. Me and my friends realized that uh, the stores were not shut down, but no one was going to them. Okay. So we decided to just buy as many Pokemon cards as we could, and it turned out to be a hit because now they're super popular. So. Okay. So. All right. Well, Chris, thanks for taking the time. Thanks, Doug. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening to the Seller Community Podcast Posh Fest 2022 Recap. Featuring Clara and, of course, myself, Nina Osoyo, Manal Saad, Susie Eads, Emma Thoreau, and Chris Torres. We'll see you next time.